Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Dobius, here with Brendan, the producer, Pika. How's it going? Hey, yo. Not too shabby, man. It's always a good day when we're talking about football. Oh, man. Uh, and I think this is going to be a fun episode for us. So It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. We're going to be talking about quarterbacks, the, NF- the NFL offseason moves, um, as well as our predictions for the free agent quarterbacks. So we'll just jump right into it. Let's start with the first trade. Kind of a surprising trade. Um, I think caught a lot of people off guard. Lions trading Matthew Stafford to the Los Angeles Rams for Jared Goff. A 2021 third round, a 2022 first round, and a 2023 first round. Big uh, moves. Yeah, a little, a little much maybe for Matthew Stafford. What are your oh, like, yeah. initial thoughts? Well, my initial thoughts is... Holy crap. Uh the Lions got a deal for this. <laughs> yeah. Which is insane. Um also my second thought is this sets an insane precedent moving forward because other quarterbacks are going to see what price the the Rams paid for Matthew Stafford who I mean sure he's 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 a, a solid quarterback mm-hmm. but I mean he's been in Detroit for I mean what he was drafted in like 2000 oh, like 10 2009 I feel like it's 2007 it was so long ago yeah I mean he he was drafted a while ago and he's yeah. had it, like pretty mediocre success in Detroit mm-hmm. just as a whole so I mean I guess the Rams just really have to believe in this guy um so I mean it it's that's an that's an insane insane price for for Matthew Stafford and yeah. I think it sets an interesting precedent um I mean we've we've already seen um, an, another trade that we'll talk about next, but uh, I'm curious to see what uh, what prices quarterbacks will go for in this uh, in this offseason market. Absolutely, that's a that's a really really good point that you brought up. If Matthew Stafford is worth two first rounders and a third, how yeah. much is Deshaun Watson worth? I mean, four first rounds. Like, yeah. is that what someone's going to have to pay? So, oof. We'll we'll see about that. Um, but in terms of Let's let's break down the the Lions. The Lions are receiving Jared Goff. Obviously, they were heading into this season knowing that soon they're going to need to move on from Matthew Stafford. They're going to look into the future for another quarterback. I don't think Goff is obviously their future uh, on this team, but I do think it's kind of a a band aid, a filler just for this season, maybe maybe two seasons with Goff and with the first round picks that they have uh, in 2022 and 2023. I obviously believe, and everyone believes that one year with Goff and then moving on to a rookie quarterback. So yeah, I agree. That's a, yeah, well said. that's a pretty, pretty obvious one. Um, it, it's going to be rough for Goff. Uh, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how he handles this situation. Cause like you said, Matthew Stafford, very limited success for Detroit Lions. I don't think that's fully due to Stafford's talent. I think he's a very talented right. quarterback, and we both believe that. Uh, yeah. However, the team really just brings him down. Uh, it would bring any quarterback down. Their defense is what, the second worst in the league this season behind the Dallas Cowboys. Um, uh, Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay going to be free agents this year. It's this is going to be a big test for Jared Goff after having a 
a solid team built around him. Uh, everything just kind of kind of got flipped upside down for Goff. Um, do success wise, where do you see the Detroit Lions this season? Where do you see Yikes. do you see Goff performing better or worse than Matthew Stafford did? I I think I honestly see Jared Goff doing worse than Matthew Stafford. Maybe not by much. Um, But I I just I just don't see this working out for Jared Goff Mm -hmm. this season. So Detroit Lions went five and eleven this season. Obviously, Kenny Galladay being out was a was a big deal. Uh, However, there's Kenny Galladay might not be back on the team, so I would expect a very similar record next season. Five and eleven. Four and twelve, heck, three and thirteen might not be uh, out of the question. But the worst part is that might not even be the bottom of the division. <laughs> it might, it might, not, it might not, it might not. Uh, oof, yeah, NFC North, man. Uh, <laughs> we'll be breaking that down soon. Couple episodes to come. We'll be breaking down the NFC North, and we'll go uh, into further detail on what's going going down. But uh, that's rough. So. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Jared Goff is going to have a, uh, a a rough time. I think Matthew Stafford is a better quarterback. Stat-wise, yeah, last last year, Matthew Stafford was the better quarterback with more passing yards, touchdowns, less interceptions. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be rough. Fantasy-wise, I'm staying away from really the, the receiving game. I'm staying away from Goff. I'm really staying away from the Detroit receivers, even if Kenny Galladay stays. He's more of a flex option for me rather than a wide receiver one or two like people thought he was going to be this last year. Um, but I I, I, w- I would be very hesitant about it. So that's where I got him there. Let's move on to the L.A. Rams getting Matthew Stafford. From what it seemed to me, they realized during this playoff push this last year that they have a solid team. They have a, an elite defense. They have a young rookie running back that really stepped it up in the second half of the season as well as pretty solid receivers in Robert Woods and Cooper Cup not to mention two decent tight ends that are capable it seemed like they are going they're going all in they need a quarterback that they know can succeed and then i i think that taking the risk on Matthew Stafford is a good decision um just mainly because he is talented He's very talented, but he was getting dragged down by the Detroit Lions. He had to pa- always keep passing the ball because the Lions were down by, you know, four touchdowns in the first quarter. So Stafford had to, you know, try to try to bring him back up every single game. So I, I think the Rams see the potential of Matthew Stafford in a more balanced offense. I think that if they they limit the the risk that he's going to take. They can reduce turnovers and lead to a, a very well-rounded team. What do you think on it? Do you think Stafford success in LA Rams, or will it be pretty much a, a not a big difference from Jared Goff? Yeah, I think I think Stafford success. Um, quite honestly, I don't see the Rams going much farther than they they did. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I I don't think Matthew Stafford is enough. To bring to the uh, the Rams to win the Super Bowl, um, but I mean he he brings a lot to the team. I mm-hmm. I think I I think uh, they'll see better success this season. It's a competitive division that they're in. Yeah, um, definitely. So 
I think that's going to be more fun for us viewers, but I I don't see, um, I I just don't see Matthew Stafford bringing this team to a Super Bowl. Um, yeah. I guess rain. I I I agree. Hey, you gotta uh, Matthew Stafford's not on the same level as Kyler Murray. He's not right. on the same level as Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and that's who he's going to have to compete with in the playoffs. So, yeah, it's a it's a step up. Uh, the, the stock in Robert Woods and Cooper cup, in my opinion, has, has risen. And I, I f- assume you agree with me there, right? Yep. 100%. Yeah. They should be very solid this year just because we, we know Matthew Stafford. We, he's, he's a very underrated, really tough quarterback. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, let's move on though. Let's move on. Actually, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with a, a tough question. All right, let's what do team, this. What team won? The Lions or the Rams? Oh, boy. Lions got a better deal, I, but Rams got a better quarterback. They did. It's a, it's a, I'm putting oh. you on the spot here. It's a tough question. I still I think, the, think there's a right answer. I don't think there's a right answer either, but I think the Rams won this one. I mean, nice. sure, they, okay. they gave up a lot. Mm-hmm. They, they gave up a lot, but they are in a way better position than the Lions are in. I think even with the picks that the Lions got, it's not enough to um, for them to succeed this season, even nice. next season. So I I really like that answer. That was yep. a, a very good point. Just saying, who's in a better position? Right. Did the Lions really upgrade from what it looked like? Not not really so much. Um, right. Rams really they they like to give up their first round picks, and it it's kind of paid off. They're a very talented team, so. I would go with Rams as well, even though they gave up two first rounders and a third. Uh, it, Stafford is a is a very good quarterback. Step up from Jared Goff, and uh, it's they're missing piece really. Like yeah. you said, it's the Rams missing piece of their quarterback. They've got an elite defense. They have um, solid weapons on offense. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You're, here's your missing piece. <laughs> this could be the answer. Uh, next offseason move, another big trade like you were you were hinting at. Uh, Carson Wentz to the Colts. So the Indianapolis Colts traded a 2021 third round pick and a conditional 2022 second round pick for Carson Wentz to the Eagles. Obviously, uh, the 2022 conditional pick, uh, means that if Carson Wentz plays at least 75% of the Colts offensive snaps for this next season, that pick, uh, turns into a first rounder. So, I assume Carson Wentz is going to be the starter. Let's say that he plays more than 75% of offensive snaps. That is a third round and a first round pick for Carson Wentz. Fair deal? Overpaid, underpaid? What are you thinking? Quite honestly, I think that's a fair deal. I I really like the idea of that conditional pick Mm -hmm. um, because we've seen Carson Wentz, we've seen his talent before. Yep. I mean, we it's dwindled maybe in the past, you know, the past year we didn't see really any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is a good move for for the Colts. Um, I think Carson Wentz with getting back with Frank Reich will do well for him. Yes, um, that's a big whether you know wh- whether that um, you know his talent actually comes out, whether that comes to fruition, you know, who's to say? Uh, but I, I like the idea of this conditional pick. I think it's a fair trade. Um, especially, you know, starting wise, because obviously, um, Carson Wentz has dealt with injuries in the past. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I think this is, I think this is a fair deal. So, yeah, it's a, it's risk management 
from the Indianapolis yeah. Colts. They know their potential. That's why they're giving up a conditional. So if it works out, they're okay with giving up a first rounder because it's it's yep. Carson Wentz under Frank Reich. It can be very, very good. I mean, he was an MVP candidate in the 2017 yeah. season. So uh yeah, it's it's I think it's a very good deal as well. Um, like you said, Carson Wentz has really dwindled uh this last season. And a big part of that is due to just the team that was built around him, the Philadelphia Eagles. Their yep. number one receiver for a long time was was what JJ Arcega Whiteside, <laughs> Greg Ward. That's not yeah. great. No. <laughs> That's really not great. Now they have a big upgrade uh, in comparison to the Eagles. They have T.Y. Hilton, who I know is a free agent, highly likely is going to re-sign for the Indianapolis Colts. They have rookie Michael Pittman, who shows signs of uh, of talent. Paris Campbell. It, it, it's a solid... I would, yeah, solid is a good word. It's a solid yep. wide receiving core, just because it, it's a step up. So I think that in in terms of the Indianapolis Colts, that's a very good move. I know that that um, Philip Rivers really wasn't who you wanted him to be. He was just very okay, and I don't think that uh, Carson Wentz Wentz can be much worse than than Philip Rivers. So Colts have yep. very solid defense. Jonathan Taylor is looking amazing. This could be a very very good situation for Indianapolis. Yeah, I, I agree. I think this could uh, end very well because, I mean, we, we saw them make a playoff run this last season. Mm-hmm. They have w- what it takes. Um, if, they, if Carson Wentz works out as well as you know, even, even how he did a couple years ago, like that's a Super Bowl caliber team. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, again, this is elite defense. Personally, like uh, comparing this to the Rams deal, um, I think Carson Wentz, if he comes to his potential that he had in yeah the 2017, 2017 season, yep. then um, I I think the Colts are in a better position than the Rams. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, that's a better deal for them than the Rams got for Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because you know I, I think Matthew Stafford was he's got like five years in Carson Wentz, so he's getting he's getting older. He is, um, yeah. but I think Car- if Carson Wentz could get to his potential, this is a they're in a really good position. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that there's a very good opportunity. The upside for the Colts is they can finish number one in the AFC South. They can, they yep. they had the same record as the Tennessee Titans this season with eleven and five. I think everything goes right. I can see a a twelve and four, heck, even thirteen and three if their defense keeps it up. Uh, yep. And and worst case, you know, just you got to do better than the Texans and the Jaguars. That's definitely possible. Uh, you just got to have a backup just in case. I should also mention too, I do think that the uh, the Colts need a step up in their wide receivers because while it mm-hmm. is an upgrade, not much of an upgrade. If Because Michael Pittman, like we said, like he shows signs, but he's mm-hmm. not ready to carry the team yet. Yeah, um, T.Y. Hilton, if, free you know, agent. If he's, if he's able to uh, step it up this season, great. Um, but I think they, they should look to free agency for it. Uh, for yeah. an extra weapon for Carson Wentz. That that's a good point. If you're yeah. taking a risk on a quarterback, you probably don't want to take a risk on wide receivers as well. Very yeah. good point there. In terms of the Philadelphia Eagles, though, they get rid of Carson Wentz. They kind of solve their quarterback problem. Jalen Hurts is now the starter. 
but it is it are you confident in Jalen Hurts like if you're the Philadelphia Eagles there there are rumors about them drafting another quarterback would you rather I guess it, it it's tough it's really tough yeah, this, because this is a tough question it, it you don't really know the best the best way to go about this um at least in, in my opinion, and I think we've discussed this a little bit, so you probably agree, uh, is you, you have Jalen Hurts as the starter. Yep. And I would not take a quarterback in the first, I think, they're, they're, they might be top five draft pick. They are, they're at least top ten. You do not right. draft a quarterback when you need other positions, like a wide receiver, that you're desperate at wide receiver. Yes. So I think Eagles drafting a wide receiver and picking up a backup quarterback, in my opinion, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the best option there. I agree. Perfect I man. Agree with you. I mean, the smartest man of football. He can. He's he's helped out Tua. Now he can help out Jalen Hurts. And if things go bad, Ryan Fitzpatrick gets that opportunity to be the starting quarterback. So found the Eagles. That's my move. Yeah. I mean, I fully agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Um. They they definitely need an upgrade in the wide receiving core. Um, More than a they they've released uh, Deshaun Jackson and yeah. uh, I was it Alshon Jeffrey. Um, I don't know what rumored to be the next one to go or, or yep. whatever whether that yeah. happens. Alshon Jeffrey's probably going to be gone. Um, yeah, I they they need more in their wide receiving yep. core. Um, Jalen Hurts showed signs um, of of life at the end of the season, and it was mm-hmm. an exciting last part of the season. So. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think bringing um, a veteran like Ryan Fitzpatrick to kind of you know fall back, you know if yeah. if that's if that's what you're looking for, fall back, bring in some extra weapons, and mm-hmm. I think the uh, um, I I think the the Eagles still still win from this. They got some some picks, a conditional second or first round pick, mm-hmm. so I I think I think that's a win. Yeah, I agree, and if anything, you get rid of that tough decision on on who to get a, who to start at quarterback week 1. So, yep. I think that's worth it. Uh Eagles can't do really much worse next season. You know, they finished 4-11 and 1. <laughs> I can see them uh I, I can see them putting up a fight. I mean, Cowboys yep. and Washington football team are looking really good. So, we'll see what happens there, but yeah, Jalen Hurts looked very good at the end of the season, so um yeah, it, it's going to be a fun team to watch. Moving on though, Probably the the biggest topic of today's episode. Yes, are the rumors? The rumors are the predictions. The first one is a big one. We're talking to Sean Watson. Obviously, he wants out. Uh, he actually stated today at the time of this recording, he had a meeting with the general manager, and he said, "I still want to be traded." Didn't change my mind. I want out. Uh, there's also Ian Rappaport reported that there there's voicemails being left by multiple teams about Deshaun Watson, obviously. Uh, yeah. So just for fun, I want to go over a a couple of uh, trade rumors, whether they're more realistic or out of this world, and we'll just give a, a brief minute minute and a half uh, opinion on it. Uh, so first off. New England Patriots. Bill Belichick stated that they're wow. looking at all the options for quarterbacks this year. I doubt they're going to re-sign Cam Newton after their lack of success. Uh, that was a just a terrible season for New England. 
they would have to give up multiple first rounders, like we said. Um, yep. However, Bill Belichick and Deshaun Watson can be very good. They do need to improve their wide receivers, but their offensive line is still elite, and they got a great defense. So let let's give like a scale, like one through ten. How well do you think Deshaun Watson fits on the Patriots? Because I would give it like a solid seven. I think I'm there with you. Uh, a, I think I think like option. a seven, pretty pretty neutral. Yeah, like you said, um, a little bit to be desired in the wide receiving core uh, mm-hmm. or the receiver core. So yeah, I I think like a solid seven. I think they could do well together. Uh, and yeah, like you said, the Patriots have a good defense. We saw a little bit of uh, Rocky uh, in the middle of the season, but. Yeah, I think I think it's like seven for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's there's all these rumors, you know, the Patriots going to draft a quarterback, or should they trade for Deshaun Watson? I think the obvious answer with any team in this situation is try to get Watson first. Try to get a guy who you know is going to be uh, know is already elite. So, uh, number two, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Now, they could trade Tua. They could trade Tua to the Houston Texans to get Deshaun Watson. So obviously they would have to give up. Yeah, they they would have to give up uh, their first rounder, which they actually received from Houston, which is pretty funny. So Houston could get their first rounder back, uh, which is the number three overall. So what Houston can do uh, is, is get Tua, which is a solid quarterback. And then they're sitting at two first rounders because that's what they got to give up to get them. So uh, you can draft another quarterback to be safe, to have them compete. And on Miami's side, you you definitely upgraded your quarterback. There's a, a yeah. lack of faith in Tua at the moment. And Deshaun Watson throwing to Devontae Parker and Preston Williams is a very fun sight to see. Yeah, this will this will be a fun one. I, I think this is, for me one of the desired destinations for, for Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson. Um, we saw a lot come out of Miami in this last season. So adding Deshaun Watson to their arsenal, I think would just be beautiful. Yeah. And again, the one thing that brought him down was, you know, they, they, they kept swapping between Tua and Ryan Fitzpatrick. They, they really couldn't figure out what worked for them in terms of of quarterbacks. So yeah, and they just, they just weren't confident. They weren't confident yeah. in Tua, so they kept bringing uh you know bringing him out of the game to put Ryan Fitzpatrick in, which mm-hmm. um you know worked out for you know the game, but it didn't suit Tua very well. Yeah, um, Tua needs to learn in those situations. So I I if they're not confident in him, I think they need to move on and. Mm-hmm. Bring in Deshaun Watson. I, I think this is Watson. one of yeah. This is one of my desired locations. So honestly, if we're going with a scale, I'm yeah. seeing like nine yeah. for for Miami. Nine for Miami that, and Deshaun Watson. I would put that up there. I would I would probably go. Oh yeah, nine nine's a really good spot. Get another receiver there. But uh, yeah. I talked about I think last episode when we were talking about the AFC North and the AFC East uh, about the um, what I call the Sam Darnold trap. Where every yep. year the New York Jets sit there and they go, well, you know, Sam Darnold still has potential. Let's stick with him for another year. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really want to do that. That's not a good that's not a good position to be in. So you either need to have full confidence in Tua 
Or if you're if there's a little part of you that doesn't believe that Tua is your franchise quarterback, you got to look at other options. You got to start thinking now. Yep. So I really like this move, like you said. Uh, speaking of the New York Jets, that's the <laughs> next team up. New York Jets. I've said this for for months now. Yep. Ever since, the, yeah, you you know, I've I've said it on multiple yep. podcasts. I, this is all I talk about. New York Jets. Uh, I'll I'll state my case. He has. Uh, he has. They have. Um, four first round picks in the next two years. They have the second most cap space in the NFL. You you trade Sam Darnold and two first rounders. Heck, even three first rounders would be worth it. Heck, even four first rounders might be worth it. It's Deshaun <laughs> Watson for Christ's sake. Yeah. Uh. And you still have a ton of cap space, so you can pay the man all the money he needs, and you can build a solid team around him. You can you can upgrade your offensive line. You can pick up a top free agent wide receiver. I think this yep. is the best move for Deshaun Watson. This is the 10 in my book. Yeah, I, I agree with you. This is the number 10 in my book. And I feel like, honestly, for all of these teams, the story is they just need a little bit better wide receiving core, and then yeah. you're you're set. But mm-hmm. I mean, you look to see what uh, what Deshaun Watson was able to accomplish this last season with wide receivers at the end, like Kiki Cutie and um, I'm I'm forgetting what it was like Chad. Oh um, man! Oh boy, I'm not even gonna be able to remember no. his name. No. Um, but yeah, like he Deshaun Watson had 4,800 uh, passing yards at the end of the season, Mostly and NFL, Will Fuller yeah. was out for like the last half of the season. Yeah. So I, you know, I think this is a good move. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. You bring in, yeah, like you said, uh, I would love to see Allen Robinson come to the Jets with Sean Watson. I think Perfect. that'd be beautiful. But yeah, bringing in a top wide receiver on free agency, that would just, this is the perfect move for Sean mm-hmm. Watson. Couple more here. I got, I got two or three more. Uh, let's talk about a team that, that is set on that wide receiver position. Like you said, there's a pattern. Get yep. another solid wide receiver, bring in Deshaun Watson, and you have an, outstanding offense well the denver broncos have some yes. amazing receivers Cortland sutton coming back from injury rookie jerry judy tim yep. patrick uh there's one more there kj, KJ hamler. hamler thank you yep. kj hamler and all of the I, I know what you're thinking jerry judy sure he had a not great season last year uh i think that's solely due to drew lock he's a very inconsistent quarterback they had no idea what they were doing in denver um so i think denver broncos is is a i want to say dark horse option uh for deshaun watson and i say dark horse because although they do have the number nine overall pick in the nfl draft that they can that they can trade away uh their cap space is is very rough they have less than 20 million dollars available um, so they'll need to kind of c- clear some cap space there, cut a lot of a lot of big names, so and that will affect their defense. So that's really the the only issue there. So Denver Broncos, I'll give it like a six out of ten. The offense is there, but don't really yep. have the budget for it. So yeah, um, uh, that's about the same for me. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't really have the budget for it. I would love to see it happen, just because that'd just be great. But uh, six yeah. out of ten. Yep. Uh, we'll go two more. Two more really quick because this is really fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, next one, Washington football team. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, Washington football team, because they made the playoffs, 
Uh, they have a, a later draft pick, number 19. Uh, so that means they're praying that a quarterback like Mac Jones will fall to them because obviously they need a new quarterback. As awesome as Alex Smith is, uh, it, he just he's just not that good. Heineke, they re-signed him, but he's a great backup. And Dwayne Haskins is gone. So you need a new quarterback on this team. Very solid defense. Very solid, uh, I guess, receiver one and running backs. Get another receiver in there. Trade that number 19 pick as well as a number one next year. And I guess you might need to do three for Deshaun Watson. And this is a this is a playoff team. This this will be a a playoff competitor with yep. Deshaun Watson, Terry McLaurin, and this elite defense. I think that this is going to be a very good option for them. But yeah, just I because mean, yeah. yeah, Terry McLaurin. You know how Dude, Terry scary Terry with a good quarterback mm-hmm. will be absolutely insane and the fantasy value will shoot through the roof. Yeah. He's that, an incredibly talented receiver. He just needs a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at that, this from that point of view, um, and especially what we saw from Chase Young uh, and the entire Washington defense last season. This will be, a, this will be a, a decent playoff team. Yeah. So, Yep, definitely putting up a fight. Yeah, Terry McLaurin finished 20th this year uh, among wide receivers in fantasy. I believe you can cut that in half. He could be a top 10 quarterback with, with a or top 10 receiver with a good quarterback throwing to yes. him. Last but not least, a a very plausible option here uh, is a team that is already clearing up cap space. Very interesting. That's the Carolina Panthers. They've they've cleared a ton of cap space in the last week, uh, two weeks. So there's a a big option that they're making a move for Deshaun Watson. Rumors could be Carolina trading their first and second pick this year, a first round next year, and in 2023, along with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Panthers are looking to move on from Teddy. Teddy is solid, but he's not the elite quarterback that you want on your team. Uh, With receivers like DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, and the potential of re-signing Curtis Samuel back, uh, definitely Deshaun Watson will help those odds. This is a a very, very ridiculous sounding offense when you put in a solid quarterback. You have the number one running back in the NFL, Christian McCaffrey. You have uh, DJ Moore is a top 15, Robbie Anderson top 20, Curtis Samuel top 25, uh, if you bring him back, obviously. And to make it even better, they have a terrible defense, meaning that they're going to need to throw the ball a lot. So in terms of just fantasy value, the Carolina Panthers probably have the biggest impact on oh, yeah. any other team. So I would give it this a 9 out of 10 up there with the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I, I'm giving this, quite honestly, so looking at this from a fantasy perspective, just like you said, this is my favorite destination mm-hmm. for Deshaun Watson. This will be a beautiful team for fantasy production. And I, I, I think I just have to give it a, a nine out of ten, like you said, because it's so good. Um, it's so it's good. just so good, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I want this to happen. This would be my favorite destination for Deshaun Watson when it comes to fantasy. Perfect. Uh, so that's that's Deshaun Watson. We'll keep you updated on on some in detail trade rumors when they come out. Obviously, the um, 
the free agency hasn't officially started yet in the NFL, but we'll get to there. Uh, some big news really quick. Russell Wilson, there's rumors that he wants out. Uh, he's not really happy with Pete Carroll right now. They need to work things out, maybe go to couples therapy because they have some disagreements on how this offense wants to be run. Uh, so Russell Wilson, this is as of February 25th. Uh, Russell Wilson, uh, his agent told Adam Schefter out of ESPN that Russell Wilson has not requested a trade, but if there was a trade dealt, uh, Russell Wilson would want the Cowboys, the Saints, the Raiders, or the Bears. Weird, interesting four teams on that. We'll break it down really quick. Cowboys, first off, that confuses me. Yes. (laughs) That confuses me a lot. I don't really understand that. I know that Dak Prescott is technically a free agent, but like, I don't see why the Cowboys won't resign Dak. He's an all-star. A uh, very unfortunate injury last season. Um, I know that, you know, it's will he be the same quarterback after that? I still have faith in Dak. Uh, I think Cowboys is just kind of ridiculous in my opinion. So if we if we yep. want to do the, the same rules as Deshaun Watson, this is like a like a like a four for me, just because of the fact that if they do get rid of Dak and bring in Russell Wilson, that's gonna be ridiculous with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb. Ridiculous. Yes. Absolutely ridiculous. I think this is the least likely. I actually think it yeah, gets 100%. more likely as, as these four teams go on. Because uh, yeah. number two is the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints, Drew Brees, rumors he's still going to retire. Uh, we don't really know much yet. James Winston's a free agent, so it's going to be on Taysom Hill if Drew Brees is gone. That's the big thing. If Drew Brees is gone, they're probably going to look into a trade for Russell Wilson. Yep. If Drew Brees is not gone, no chance in heck they're bringing in Russell Wilson. No chance they're doing yep. that trade. So let's say hypothetically Drew Brees retires. They don't re-sign James Winston. They don't have faith in Taysom Hill. They're going to have to give up a lot for Russell Wilson, yeah. and there's no receivers for him. Michael Thomas is fine, but yep. you know there's a, he's having some problems of his own. So I don't like this move either. Um, it really kind of concerns me. Sean Payton's a great coach, so he'll get the best out of Russell Wilson. Uh, however, I don't think that that he's going to find more success on the Saints than he does on the Seahawks. Right, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a quick and easy one there. Uh, next one, Las Vegas Raiders. More plausible. This is an interesting one. More plausible. <laughs> Do they have faith in Derek Carr? Well, that- I wouldn't. Do that faith in Marcus Mariota? Not if there's an option to get Russell Wilson. <laughs> but it, it, you you have the same problem as the New Orleans Saints in terms of offensive weapons. Um, you got the elite running back. However, yep. receiving wise, Aguilar is a free agent, so now you got Henry Ruggs. They just dropped Tyrell Williams. So yep. I Hunter Renfro. You, you got to bring in. It's kind of like the Watson situation. If you are going to get Russell Wilson, you need to get uh, an elite wide receiver to go with him as well. And um, yep. I just don't see that happening. I just don't see that happening for the Raiders. Yeah, so. I, I agree. I mean, um, 
<laughs> I think it'd be a sin to not mention Darren Waller because we we saw his production with Derek Carr in this last season. Ooh, it was yeah. insane. That's so true. Russell Wilson to Darren Waller, I'd like to see that. I think that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, apart from Darren Waller, there's not a whole lot of options on this team. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, unless we see, yeah, some step up um, from uh, Henry Ruggs, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I think this this one would be fun, but I quite honestly, I I just don't see it happening. It's just, but yeah, it's, I think it'd be a fun one. It's weird. It'd be a fun one for for Russell Wilson. It's weird. I, I, like like, like we mentioned, though, it jersey. is more plausible than the yeah as, than Dallas or New Orleans. So. Mm, I agree there. And and last one, the one that makes the most sense, uh, especially if they re-sign Allen Robinson, this can kind of persuade them. The Chicago Bears. Mitch yep. Trubisky is a free agent. You can maybe throw in Nick Foles uh, <laughs> in this in this trade. Yeah. Uh, but you have an elite defense, which they might have to give up a top defender, uh, maybe yep. like an Eddie Jackson or something, um, for Russell Wilson. But you got that defense. Now you have an elite quarterback, because Trubisky is really what's bringing the Chicago Bears down. Um, you re-sign Allen Robinson. You have Darnell Mooney and Anthony Miller, as well as the young tight end Cole Komet. I'm a little terrified of this team. That yeah. scares me. The thing, yeah, we're Vikings fans. The things that yeah. that when we match up against the Chicago Bears, it's like okay, it's Mitch. It's as long as the Vikings perform on offense, we should be fine because it's Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Oof. Under Russell Wilson. <laughs> Oh, terrifying, terrifying. Absolutely. So, yeah, if uh, if I'm the Bears, my eyes just got real wide. My eyes <laughs> got real wide. I need to take a day off to think about this. And, uh, you know, you just close your eyes. You can picture Russell Wilson just do throwing a deep to Anthony Miller. And it's it's plausible. It's very plausible. So if if Wilson uh, doesn't get this figured out with Pete Carroll and the and the front office, the Bears is where he's going to go. Oh, no 100%. Doubt. Yeah. I, no doubt. I would have a definitely love-hate relationship with this because, oh, yeah. oh boy, being yep. a Vikings fan, this is scary. But you mm-hmm. see, as a Allen Robinson owner in Dynasty, this is, this is, a, oh, this is an exciting be. time. Yeah. <laughs> to say Music to your ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the two times we mentioned Allen Robinson was going to the Jets with Deshaun Watson, Watson. <laughs> or going re-signing with the Bears with Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if yeah, if I'm if I'm Allen Robinson, I stay and wait and see where Watson goes and see where Wilson goes. And yes. go to one of those teams. So yeah, very solid. Um, let's wrap it up. We're gonna do like a more of like a quick fire uh answer here. There yep. is a, a couple of, of free agent quarterbacks um that I would say maybe have potential of starting on an NFL team. Uh, so we'll just do a, a quick, we, we don't need to go into detail. Maybe just name the team where we predict where they're going to sign. Yep. Um, first of all, Dak Prescott. Cow- think this uh, is stays with the Cowboys. Yeah, yep. it's, a, it's a pretty easy one. Staying with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, next up, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like I said, Eagles is a backup if he wants a starting job. Maybe I would say Washington, yeah. and then Washington drafts a quarterback. It's got to be, a, I feel like, a team that drafts quarterback. 
Yeah, that's that's a good point. I yeah, yeah. I mean, I I like the Eagles option, but I'm saying otherwise, maybe the Patriots. Patriots, maybe yeah, that's Patriots. another good one. Patriots yeah. could draft a, a a quarterback as well, like Trey Lance or something. So, Patriots yeah. is a is a very good option here. Uh, famous Jameis, Jameis Winston. This oh. is a this is a tough one. I have uh, I think I predicted earlier Winston to the Patriots. I think that it yep. would be a really fun move. So I'm going to stick with that. that. I'm saying Winston Patriots. I Oh boy, dude. This is tough. I'm I'm mm. just going to I think I'm going to say he stays in New Orleans. Stays in New, stays Orleans. in New Orleans. Hey. That's a good move. I have that's no idea, move. but that that's my prediction. All so. right. Cam Newton uh my oh, prediction cool. is not starting yep not starting and i'm gonna go with a i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh yikes i don't like any of this i'm you know what i'm gonna go with oh i wanted i wanted to say bears for a second there i'm not gonna do that uh yikes it really I'm, i guess it really doesn't matter but yeah, it honestly doesn't matter where he goes because yeah, he's not gonna be a starter. But I kind of like the Bengals. I kind of like Cam Newton to the Bengals. Bengals as is a, a backup, backup to Burrow in case yeah, of yeah, in case he Burrow, gets injured. Yeah. I I'm gonna do the I'm gonna say Miami. Yeah, because I I don't think that the Dolphins can hang on to Fitzpatrick just because he wants the opportunity to start. Yeah, uh, and then I think that Cam Newton would be a a, a solid backup. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton, I'm actually going to say resigns for the Cowboys as a backup. Yeah, I I say resigns for the Cowboys as a backup mm-hmm. too. I think yeah, both Dak and Dalton stay in Dallas. Yeah, that, that's little, a good little one. there. Dak Dalton Dallas. Dak Dalton Dallas. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Oh boy, this uh, one's kind of a rough. Yeah, one. this um, one. I'm not a big. I, I'm not really a big fan of. <laughs> I think uh, I don't like this, but. I'm going to say Tyrod Taylor to Washington. To Washington, okay. Yeah. All right. That that's that's pretty smart. Re, uh, go to Washington, compete for the starting spot with like Mac Jones or something if they get him. Just like yep. last year with Justin Herbert. Uh, yep. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'm going to say he he. I think he knows he's not getting a starting spot. Uh, I'm 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 going to go resigning as a backup. I know it's pretty boring. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, this is boy. a big one. I'll, I'll start this out. Is a, this is, yeah, go go ahead. I'm going to go Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. I'm going to go Denver Broncos. They need a better quarterback. They don't get Sean Watson. They they also probably shouldn't draft a a quarterback just because they need help everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is a decently cheap option that they can afford. So yeah, I'm gonna go trust. I think that's like the most Denver Broncos move ever. Yeah, it's so pretty linear. I'm gonna agree with you. I think I'm going Broncos. Yeah, on this one. It's, it's a very linear yeah, this, move from Drew Locke. That's, yeah, that's like the most Denver Broncos move I think I've ever heard. Yeah, so, you just kind of have them compete there. Um, and last but not least, uh, a man I call Jacoby Brisket, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, a, a pretty boring answer for me. I'm gonna say resign. I'm saying resign too. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. Resign. I don't see Jacoby Brissett going anywhere. Yeah, he, so. he loves that team. So uh, I'm gonna say resign. He's actually kind of a off the field leader uh, in Indy, and they they love him. They love him around yep. there. So uh, and things don't work out with Carson Wentz. 
Bris- oh. Brisket is their guy. So it's been a starter before. So there you go. There he, you go. he did. Yeah, I think the Colts <laughs> have like what, like six new starters in the last six years. Like, oh, yeah, something along those lines. I think Good. it was. Yeah, I think it was like yeah, five years in a row where they've started with a different quarterback. That's now, rough. So. That's rough. Well. Brendan, it's been fun. That wraps up the uh, yeah, the I NFL. This. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, that's yeah. that was the predictions, the predictions and offseason moves for quarterbacks. We'll probably come up with more episodes with wide receivers, running backs, and everything else around the NFL. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.